podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchups. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, man? Well, uh, not much. I'm I'm looking at you, uh, at your not your regular desk, but at a superb-looking standing desk. Extremely fancy on your part. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a podcast for the first time in my life while stand. I've had the desk for like a month, I want to say, but I yeah. haven't, and we haven't done a living the stream in about a month. But uh, I haven't done a late round podcast while standing because it's a little bit more intense of a show. Obviously, like this is like like I can right. I can literally like sit uh, sit on my butt and yeah. like lean backwards and and not think doing this podcast. But the late round podcast is a little bit different. Yeah, well, we we know this for sure. Uh, this podcast can't get any worse. So that right. that you know that's something. It, standing desk, no standing desk. It's not going to get worse than it already is. So you might as well try it's not, it. It's I not. Think. Do you remember the one podcast we did where the audio got jacked up, like your audio did, and <laughs> and it was we we published the the, the actual episode, and then the, the second half of the episode was you going, hey, I, 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 I. I, I, I like that happened and i had to that, put it i had to re-upload the file and put a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast saying hey we jacked this up but yeah. we're too lazy to re-record and then there was the other podcast where we actually did have to re-record and we just we we talked about the we had the same conversations and it was so much less genuine than when we actually open these shows without the agenda that we never have yeah i mean we we actually we recorded a, a podcast into the ether uh, and 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 it was a really good one. Really, we were like, "Oh man, that was super solid." And then JJ was like, "Oh, expletive, expletive, expletive." I it didn't record, and uh, and then we tried to do it again, and it was just us like going through the motions, you know, like yeah. you know, like watching the Raiders play. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but it's good. It's good to uh, be in front of the mic with you again, Denny. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, noticing the. And taking a picture of my American flag background, uh, it, it's, it goes hand in hand with my book, my guide on how to own the libs. It's uh, 69 ways to own the libs. And I actually have to say, JJ, I believe that your standing desk, desk situation is uh, is a lib ownage moment. And because you know what? <laughs> because you know what? The libs, the libs will say there's no there's no medical or scientific proof to say that standing while working is beneficial in fact it might it might be harmful and you say i don't care i'm standing 8 hours a day to own the libs it doesn't matter if if this is going to hurt your back when you're 50 years old it doesn't matter the the libs are owned I will say standing i i i usually i don't know if any of you guys have standing desks or have ever experienced a standing desk um, but it is very tough to, I have like a mat, like a gel mat now for my, cause I don't want to like wear shoes in my house. That's weird. Right. Like, but are you, a, are you a wear shoes in the house uh, family and household? I, well, I am a shoes in the house truther. I, are you really, almost, I'm almost never without shoes. Oh my, really? Yeah. This yeah, is our and first big disagreement. I feel like, and, and, and what? <laughs> Does that mean we're now now married? Uh, so Melissa, before she left, uh, never wore shoes in the house, and 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 Xavier takes off his shoes two milliseconds after he enters the house. That's so how I am. So yeah, so he so I'm the only one walking around with shoes most of the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not weird. I'm not like I don't wake up in the morning and put on my boots to walk around the house. Okay. Wow. Mostly because I don't have boots, but. Uh, um, I, I will walk around barefoot in the morning, but you know, afternoon, the shoes got to go on wearing, wearing shoes in the house to own the libs. Oh, well, look, I, I'm not giving up my freedom to own, to wear shoes <laughs> in the house. That's, that's part of the constitution. I How are you a shoes in the house person? Shoes in the house people are worse than, than people who would enjoy brushing their teeth and then drinking orange juice afterwards. Oh dear God. Well, that. Uh, shoes man, in the I, house shoes in the house people are are the equivalent of of 
early running back in the real NFL draft truthers. Oh man, aren't aren't they rioting these days? Oh my, oh my God. gosh, they're, they really they're... are. I've been I've been working. I work so much today on an art. Like I get so triggered on Twitter just <laughs> talking about like it's not actually it's not even just talking. It's just reading comments of tweets where people are like, yeah, they shouldn't draft. You know, the Giants shouldn't draft Saquon Barkley because uh, running back value, yada yada yada. And they have like the correct take, like a very logical take. And then there are so many people that respond and just say well, he's the best player in the draft and, and you have to take the best player in the draft. And, and I've read so many of them to the point where we're two days, we're 48 hours from the draft starting. And I decide that, you know what, I'm going to take on the biggest article of the off season that I've written right. and just, and just put everything on paper about why running backs should not be drafted early. I've done it in the past, but not to this level of detail. And I, I started it today. I'm mentally drained already from it, but hopefully I get it out maybe later tomorrow. I can't wait to read it uh, as as someone who truly buys into running backs not mattering. Um, but the uh, the the thing, my favorite thing. So I I tweeted out a picture of of a of a plane. I don't know if you saw it, of a plane mm. pu- pulling a sign that said uh, uh, running backs said, don't matter. RB doesn't matter, right? Yeah. And, and you know, mostly it was it was it was for you know for fun. But um, I get I get people saying. Well, that's true, except for the really good ones. And that and no, <laughs> that's not I'm not I'm not saying RB doesn't matter except for except for uh, Todd Gurley, you know, like 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 it's it's a blanket statement for a reason. So I, I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be a really crazy night. And then the freaking. OK, so, you know, I love hockey and the, the Penguins and Capitals are playing again. Did you know about this? Did you hear um, about this? I did the did the Caps win their series? The Caps just won their series last night. The Penguins won two nights ago, two days ago, I should say. And they're playing each so the way that the NHL playoffs are formatted is they don't they don't reseed in the second round. They have a bracket. It, it's like it's it's their way basically of like having rivalries within okay. it's dumb because a lot of times you will see like the best team playing the second best team in the second round and stuff. Like it's it's really stupid. Oh, oh, oh. But but the Caps and Penguins have now – this is their third straight year playing each other in the playoffs. Okay, right. the, the Penguins have obviously won the last two because they're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. I didn't but know that. Th- this is the third year in a row. And get this, Denny. Game one of the series every year, including this year now, it's scheduled for day one of the NFL draft. That stinks for you. It's the most tilt – like I – they announced it today. So like they were waiting and waiting and waiting. Like they hadn't announced anything. And I'm like, Oh, well that means that they probably will start on like Saturday or something because like the penguins have to actually travel to DC for game one. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Tuesday right now. And they have to be there for on Thursday. Like they got to give them some leeway. Nope. Nope. It's on Thursday. They're doing it on Thursday. Man, Just they, tilted, well, tilted to off the universe, off the I, universe. Right. I know. I know one lib that's owned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. owned. Totally. owned. God, it was awful. Anyway, Denny, we're gonna we're gonna hit up Twitter uh, and answer some questions on there. We got some fun ones. Uh, the first one is from at underscore Jeff underscore Hicks underscore. Says, wow. "How's Dad running going, JJ?" Well, I haven't. I don't run anymore, Denny. I think that we've talked about this. Right. Well, is it because of your butt injury or? No, this is my my uh, my my plantar fasciitis. Um, on my 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 left heel is really jacked and i haven't gone to a doctor and i'm just kind of over it but i have a great elliptical in my house now I do oh. my my kickboxing stuff it's it's a it's a good routine that i've got going though. yeah i mean i don't see any reason to to like force running if you can do other things ellipticals by the way i discovered the other day at my brother-in-law's house very difficult yeah they can be good you got to you got to up the intensity a bit i was my legs were uh I could I could hardly walk. I had to I had to sit, and then the next day I woke up, and I immediately wanted to throw myself out of, out of the uh, off the roof because it was just horrendous pain. The other thing too is while I am ellipticizing, I'm able to to watch <laughs> to watch Netflix while I'm doing it, so I, I can oh. take my, so I've been been like I watched a lot like I watched the whole season of uh, that show Everything Sucks, which I heard is not being renewed. It's like a very like '90s nostalgic show. Um, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, it's good. Uh, it's Freaks and Geeks for the '90s, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, Freaks and Geeks is obviously better, but it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. Uh, and then I also watched. Have you ever heard of the British show Broadchurch? Yes, but it's I like don't know. Crime. What... It's like a crime. It's 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 actually pretty good. I'd recommend that. I'd recommend that over Everything Sucks, actually. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I heard Depends everything sucks sucked. Yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't like blown away. It was well, easy it, to watch though. And maybe I'm wrong, but um, from what I read and heard on NPR, it's basically like, "Hey, it's the '90s. Remember the '90s? Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, the '90s. Yeah, that's I, I would. That's that's a, a great way to describe it. <laughs> that's actually what each episode was. Was it was yeah. just two people in a room and they just went back and forth saying, "Hey." Remember the nineties? And then they got Yeah. I remember the nine do you remember the Yeah. You remember ninety six? What a great year. Uh, ninety four might have been better, but ninety six was close. Yeah. Next one's also from Jeff Hicks. Would it shock either of you to see Barkley go one one in any draft? I'm assuming non rookie draft here. Maybe at a certain point in the offseason. Do you think that there's gonna be redraft leagues this offseason where Saquon Barkley is the first overall pick? Uh, well, I mean it's gonna, it's gonna happen just based on probability, but yeah, like, it w- it'll happen. But I, but I, why would he go above Bell or Gurley? Yeah, he should. David or, Johnson. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I've seen a lot of weird DJ takes, uh, but I, I think that he's, he's him. I think it's it's like Bell, Gurley, Zeke, and and DJ, like very obvious. But I mean, Barkley's gonna go at the at the middle or the end of the first round in every league. So yeah, more than likely, yes. Uh, next one at Chris underscore quick. Uh, you've been given the power to know exactly how one quarterback in the draft will perform over the duration of his career. What's the lowest amount of production you would take number one overall? If he turns out to be Alex Smith, do you do it? What about Tyrod, etc.? That's a really creative question. It is that that's tough. I, I, I mean, if you're talking about Alex Smith circa his four or five seasons in, in, in Kansas city, I you know I'm not counting him as a niner because that was that was horrific mostly yeah um, and I guess Chiefs fans would say his stint in KC was horrific but I obviously that's not the case right that's tough man uh, I I think I think that Alex Smith KC Alex Smith is actually a pretty good barometer like if you yeah. if you look at how these early round early first round guys perform I mean the the amount of busts there are are let's just say top ten. Uh, the amount of busts that there are, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily great um, in terms of just hit rate naturally. And then you look at, there's so many like, there's so many players and quarterbacks that we don't necessarily know what they are long-term still. So whether it's Marcus Mariota, who we both like, I mean, Jameis Winston, I still think is decent, but like, you know, they can go in different directions. We don't know exactly where mm-hmm. they're going. And when we look back, we're going to say, Oh yeah, this guy didn't really pan out. Or like a good example is like Ryan Tannehill, like Alex Smith is, is Ryan Tannehill is not going to have as good of a career as Alex Smith. Right. And like, you uh, can, you can get a Ryan Tannehill player. I mean, like it's, it's not like, would you want Ryan Tannehill, a Ryan Tannehill like quarterback with these guys? I, I mean, I, Tannehill is kind of weird because he took so long to turn into like a decent quarterback. He was really hor- horrific. His first like two seasons. Yeah, he was a a very like fringe. Is he really going to pan out? Kind of guy. Yeah. Like I, I think I think that you could look at these guys if you want a younger player. I know that Alex Smith is easier to see because we have his like full career kind of, but like maybe like a Derek Carr. Like if you were guaranteed yeah. Derek Carr with with that first overall pick, would you take him? My answer is probably no. I, I would say no. I I don't like Derek Carr, but the, I I. I, I, it's it's an interesting question. I think that like I'm I'm one who is okay with with like thinking about uh you know whenever you're taking a first overall pick or a second overall pick and this is this is one of the many reasons why the Giants shouldn't take Saquon is that the pick is not about safety. You know Saquon Barkley is a very safe prospect. He's going to be very good, right? But safety does not equate to value. Value is getting a quarterback on a rookie deal. And if that quarterback pans, you're, you're, you're playing the, the, the variance and the spectrum of how these guys will pan out. So I'm very much okay understanding that this quarterback will not pan out. And therefore, I might strive for ceiling a little bit more. Uh, I, I would just say, you know, I would take Peyton Manning. Is, is that's, what a, I that's a pretty good call. Uh, I think that's know, a good call. That, yeah. uh, next one, at Ben Swabowski. What's your funniest story about a personal injury? <laughs> I I have you do you have one or I have one you can go first though. Okay. Yeah, uh I mean it's it's like 
an inexcusable baseball injury. Um, I was playing first base. Uh, you know, I was little league, like 12, 12 years old. And I, and I had lots of experience at first. I, I considered myself a very good first baseman, whether I was, it's hard to say, but, uh, um, so I had a lot of experience at first. So kids up, uh, and this kid is, I don't know, maybe a hundred pounds heavier than I am. I mean, big, big boy. You sure it wasn't, I wasn't playing you. <laughs> you were up. <laughs> yes. No. And, and I mean, it. this kid was like a giant, a giant 12 year old who was maybe a hundred pounds heavier than I was. I mean, and by the way, I was like a hundred pounds. So he was right, 200. Right, right. Um, uh, so he hits a ground ball down the, down the line, down the first baseline, it, real weak, right? I pick it up and, and I'm standing right by the bag. Okay. And I know like intellectually, I know all I need to do is step on the bag and the play is over. And I have lots of experience in this position. This is this is the inexcusable thing. Instead, I take the ball out of my glove with my bare hand, and I put it in front of Big Boy running down first baseline, and he runs through my hand and breaks my thumb. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and my thumb, like, snapped in the middle, and I, I immediately felt it, and then my my thumb was hanging, like, like in a weird way. Oh and gosh. I did all this. And I, I missed the rest of the season. I missed half the season because, because of big boy. Because of big boy, and because I didn't just step on first. I, 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 my dad never let me forget that, and he shouldn't. It's, it was horrific. I had a, uh, a uh, an injury in eighth grade baseball, where it was, it was so tryouts for for our middle school team was because it was a seventh and eighth grade team, and tryouts were uh, a full week. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you did it after school and it was like a, it was pretty intense actually for like a middle school tryout. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first day I felt a, a pain in my foot when we, when I was like running and doing drills and stuff. And I went through the whole week with this pain that we like we, we running and, 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 you know, trying out for the team. And at the end of the week, uh, like the beginning of the next week, they, they, you know, they pull you in one by one to see if you made the team or not. And I ended up making the team. That was great. And I was super excited. Went to the doctor the next day and I had a, I broke my growth plate on that Monday and I tried out on it the entire week. What? I had a broken growth plate in my left foot. I don't even know what a growth plate is. Uh, they apparently, well, it, it explains why my left foot is a size eight. And my right foot's a size 12. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. It's, it's not, it's not true. Oh, oh god i was like what <laughs> no that's not true uh there's like a i don't know there's like a bone in your foot and i broke my growth plate and i was on my my coach was so pissed because he could have probably gotten in trouble i'm sure just just like i don't know like you can get in trouble for stupid things he could have probably gotten in trouble just yeah. for, for being like the authority figure and i'm trying out running on this broken growth plate Absolutely. Um, the, the, the libs would have sued him. Yeah, exactly. So he was, he was super pissed. And then I missed like three quarters of the season because of it. That's, so. that's terrible. Oh, well, I, I should mention by the way, that I once broke my hand punching a fence in softball because I was caught in a rundown. Between okay. That's way, second. that's way worse than the other one. I forgot about that because it was such a dark time <laughs> in my yeah. life that I, I was so angry by getting caught between in a rundown i came back to the bench i punched a fence my hand broke so i didn't i i refused to acknowledge the pain in my hand and i went out to play shortstop the next inning and i went to go throw the ball and the ball just comes straight out of my hand i couldn't grip it i couldn't i had no strength in my hand and then i started to hear a click and i was like uh oh there's my bone is clicking uh so i had to wear a cast for six weeks and this is when melissa was Eight, seven months pregnant oh my and gosh. so she was um you know gonna have presumably my baby uh um <laughs> soon and and she was not not happy about having me in a cast and i can't blame her man uh this next question i think is an easy answer it's from at tubaca underscore which coach is worse jeff fisher or hugh jackson oh hugh jackson yeah i i think it's hugh jackson easily because he, here's the reason why Jeff Fisher is dumb. Hugh yeah. Jackson is an asshole. Oh, for sure. That's that's the difference. Hugh, Hugh Jackson, 
does things purposely to be bad. Like there, he he is such a horrendous coach that I it, it it's it's unbelievable to me that he still has a job. Is he the uh, worst coach in recent memory? I think so. I think so. I th- he has to be. Right? I mean, he's like, in the running for worst coach ever of all time. Yeah, I mean, like they're like they'll win they'll win eight games this year, seven or eight games, let's say. And, wow. and <laughs> I, I think I think they can. I think they're talented enough. Let's say they win six to eight games. That's that's more fair. Okay. Then all of a sudden, people will people will like start to get more and more excited about Hugh Jackson. It, I What I hate most is how he gets credit for that Oakland Raiders team when they weren't, he did nothing to like improve their, the, the team at all when he was there. No, he yeah, also, I, I never, I never understood that. Yeah. You also have the Carson Palmer situation there. And then you have with him in, in, uh, in Cleveland, you have the AJ McCarron situation. Hugh Jackson is my least favorite person in football. And I don't even think it's close. Uh, well, well, and he also, he's the killer of, he's the killer of analytics. I mean, he's, he's like intentionally undermine the analytics based yeah, regime there. And Sashi. Yeah. Trust. I mean, it, right. He killed Sashi and, and, and now we all have to see the Browns benefit from, um, objectively good decision-making, uh, based mostly on analytics. And now the real football guys are going to benefit and the Browns are going to be bad for the next 20 years. So congratulations, Browns fans. Can I just say, I am I am mind blown that there are Cleveland Browns fans that go around saying that Sashi ruined the franchise. No, and that no, Sashi... Yeah. Guys, they averaged a little over four wins per season for the eight years before Sashi got there. And you want to yes. say that he's the reason that they that the franchise was ruined? So they're, here, in, they're in the best... Yeah. Sorry, they're in the best spot that they have been in a decade. The easily, it's not even close, and they want to blame sure. Sashi. Uh, um, so Browns fans basically are saying we would have rather been the Dolphins forever than have a <laughs> chance at being uh, a, a legit contender, which which now they they could have that chance in the coming years, right? Um, uh, but the the Dolphins are a six and ten team who are going to be six and ten again and next year and the next year. I mean, you have you have to. If you're going to do a rebuild, you do it right. Yeah, you lose. You don't. You don't try. You don't try to win five games. Right. You lose. You, you just. You. You want to lose, and they did that. Yeah. Next question is from at n dutton thirteen. Our buddy Neil. He says more likely to happen: Giants trade out of the two spot or Denny's wife coming back. Um, I can say objectively that my 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 wife coming back is out of the picture. So the two spot thing is. I- I, I honestly, man, I, I the Giants, I, I don't think they're going to trade out when they, if they, if they don't go quarterback, like the, the obvious, the obvious choice here is to go quarterback or trade back. Like that's, that's it. Like they could get a, they get a ransom for, for that second overall pick. Um, but they're yeah. going to take a running back instead. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's so dumb. I mean, it's just horrific. Uh, uh, by the way, who do the Patriots want so bad? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. That that Maryland receiver, your boy? No, they want. Remember, we already talked about this with our our, our buddy Rich Rebar. They they want Jimmy Garoppolo. No, <laughs> I think that's a that's a good move. Get get him, Patriots. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots have just been gobbling up all these first round picks and draft equity because they're going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, and he's going to be on the bench for the next three years. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, next one at M nine VC Vegas, uh, who will play an NFL regular season snap at quarterback sooner? I like this question. Actually, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, Colin Kaepernick, Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin, the third. I think there is a correct answer here. I mean, well, Ka- the, the, the black ball is complete with, with Kaepernick. So th- that's not happening ever. Right. So uh, cross him off. Tim Tebow, probably not going to happen. No, no, T- no, like he's Tebow's done. Not. He's done. Johnny Manziel is getting hype. Okay. So you have yeah. Johnny Manziel, Andrew Luck, who hasn't, he hasn't thrown, I mean, he, he hasn't lifted up his plate to put into the dishwasher since this injury happened. I mean, I, the, the jokes are, are easy and they're fun, but it's really kind of sad that his career might be finished. No, it's, 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 it's really sad. And I honestly, the thought has crossed my mind many, many times and I'm not a medical professional. I have no the thought, though, of it being a mental thing has crossed my mind many times. Oh. Like that, and that would be even even more sad. If, oh, you if, mean like this? 
I mean you that mean, this this is something going on inside of his head as opposed to a mm-hmm. physical thing. That's now listen, guys. I'm saying that as someone who <laughs> I, 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 have, I have my bachelor's of science. I got a marketing degree. I don't I don't have any sort of expertise in the medical field, but just just the way that everything's been reported and like his progress and like I I, I don't know. It just seems so bizarre to me. So you have your BS degree, is what you're saying? I have my BS degree, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I honestly think the answer here is Robert Griffin the third. Oh really? Because a, a Joe Flacco injury, Robert Griffin the third's in, in the game. He's in the game for at least two quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll 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 throw a pass, throw a pass yeah, to Michael Crabtree. Right, and 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 then he will um have their season-ending injury on a three-yard rush to the sideline. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think it might be Robert Griffin the third. That's so bizarre. That is crazy. It would also be crazy if like that if Andrew Luck doesn't play anymore, and that draft class just went from being like oh historic to oh it's just russell wilson uh who i mean you would have been laughed off the street slash twitter if you had suggested that either luck or rg3 wouldn't pan out as great quarterbacks either yeah Yeah. not forget forget both right i uh i do remember though that i was part of i'm gonna pat myself in the back a little bit here but i was part of uh russell wilson's better than andrew luck twitter after that rookie season you were i remember and and that you you got heat that was heat so much heat so that was that was that was more heat than i'm taking that i take for the running back takes because the running back takes are more just generally accepted well sort of but people get really hurt over running back doesn't matter yeah, that's true. They that's get really true. hurt because you know why? Because it shakes up their worldview. It's like it's like when you tell someone that th- there are not two genders that that's all made up, then they you know they like reject it. Oh, I can't. No, my my whole world is based on there being two genders. I can't accept this. And, and their whole world is also based on running backs mattering. So, yeah, I have you know. a. I'm I'm reading a book called Every Data, and it's just it's this data book, and and uh, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, some of the stuff is pretty basic, but some of it's like there's at least some takeaways that I can get from it. And I'm not finished with it yet, but. At, towards the beginning of the book, um, there was a quote that they used from a Boston Globe article, which cited some study that, that they did in Michigan. And I'm sure that you run into this all the time in the political sphere, but um, it was it's essentially a quote that says that uh, people, when they, when they have an opinion on something and they learn more facts, they mm-hmm. oftentimes, even though the facts dispute what they're saying, they then get a stronger opinion on the thing that they have. Even though the yeah. facts are saying the complete opposite, they end up getting so it's it's almost like this stubbornness is just exaggerated when they hear these facts and and they just have stronger opinions that stem from it then well it it it's why the the thought that people that all people are rational actors and will act accordingly um that is so off base and it's and it's proven time and time again by by studies like that and i've i've seen something to that effect where uh um it 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 reinforces a person's opinion to see facts that don't align with their beliefs and i know i'm, I'm going to bring my book back into it because i want people to buy 69 ways to own the libs but that but that that's part of it is like is like seeing your political opponents present an argument that goes that that completely obliterates your way of thinking about the world and saying uh you're not fooling me yeah you know, I, I'm not, I'm not falling for facts. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's really, I, I bring that up because I'm going to, I'm going to use that quote at the end of my, my running back article that I'm working on to basically, I mean, like this is the world that we live in with these running backs. It's that people have these set opinions. Dave Gettleman's a great example, GM of the giants. Yeah. Dave Gettleman is, is talking about how running backs, you know, it, it's all myth that running backs do still, still are, are still valuable and just as valuable as they've ever been. Yada, yada, yada. But he's not using any sort. I mean, he's not basing that in anything. I mean, he's just saying that because that's what he just, for whatever reason, believes. And then even if even if Dave Gettleman were to sit in front of my article and absorb it and really take it in, he's someone who would walk away and be like, "I actually now I'm definitely taking Saquon Barkley." Yeah, I I wish I I wish I could disagree with you, but you're right. It's sad. Uh, Next one at SMGDH. What would you guys say is the thing you would like to import to the U.S. most from Europe slash the rest of the world? Gun control, universal health care and a non one size 
one color currency that people can actually use aside aside because they're too obvious. Oh, so those things aside because they're too obvious. What would you want to uh, import uh, from Europe? I was going to say, because uh, when he said that, I was like, well, healthcare, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, what, what, what could we import from, from Europe? Uh, do we have soccer here? Um, I don't know. Yeah, do, do we have soccer here? Soccer is probably the go-to answer, right? But soccer, is soccer good? So I I I'm of the opinion the soccer is not good. Uh, <laughs> kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I mean, it's it's boring as hell. I, and and I know there are exciting moments, but mostly it's just boring. I I I, I every World Cup, I sit down with my brothers-in-law, and really try to get into it, and then I can't. <laughs> so yeah yeah, I'm kind of like I'm the I'm the fan of sports that like I like to rally around things like if it's the World Cup and like USA is doing well like I'll ra- mm-hmm. but I, the one thing that blows my mind every single time something happens like World Cup happens or like some other tournament or some sort or even like like the Olympics when that kind of stuff happens the amount of experts that come out of the woodwork on Twitter yeah oh it is it's incredible like how do these people know figure skating like where did that come from? This guy covers football. Yeah, I thought you know two weeks ago you were a, you were a federal tax expert, <laughs> yeah, and now like, and and now and now you're ta- talking about figure skating. How many things do you know about? Right, like, like on what, an expert level. Like what is this? The the, the t- and and it happens so much with soccer. Soccer is the and also I don't know if you've experienced this, but with soccer, you'll just see random like like you know, five or six people on like a Saturday or something like rooting, like exclamation points everywhere. And you have no idea what the hell they're talking about. It, it, yeah. It'll be like an, an unpronounceable name <laughs> in, in, in all caps. Like, you know, like, like, uh, like, like Toti, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. um, you know, or, or like, or like a bunch of like, uh, wingdings or something, um, <laughs> yes. you know, or like, you gotta be kidding me. And I'm like, Oh, they, uh, Oh, Here's here. I know what happened. I know what happened because I've seen soccer. So here's what happened. Somebody had a free kick and kicked it 50 feet over the goal. Yeah, exactly. 50 feet above the goalpost, and people were like, "Oh, so yeah. close!" Oh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's soccer in a nutshell. <laughs> this Sorry, next haters. one. This next one is from at Drew Roberts Robinson three six five. Is the quarterback the Browns take destined to fail no matter who they take? No. Not if not if it's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, the answer to that's no. Um, yeah, the <laughs> ba- they, it should be. It should be. By the way, I I do hate the narratives of like this franchise has has been bad was bad from like 1995 to 2010, and therefore they're going to be bad, you know, in perpetuity. Like like what the Browns have done in the past has quite literally nothing to do with what they do in the future. It, there's no yes. There's no such thing as a curse. I have to say that um, I'm I'm gonna have a hard time rooting for Baker Mayfield's success. Uh, he um, I, I I you don't have to take a stand here because I know your situation is different. He comes off as a total asshole, and I and I and I can't stand him on any level. So I hope the Browns don't take him. But if they do, you know, he it doesn't matter what happened. Like you said, he could still be good. I think I think that he's the best quarterback in the class. I don't care. I mean, I'm whatever about the. I, I like Lamar Jackson the most as like a a person it seems like but oh man we'll see. Uh, I, I I want I, Lamar I, Jackson to own so bad yeah oh like I said on Twitter Dolphins I know you're listening I know I know the Dolphins front office listens to this podcast draft Lamar Jackson convert Tannehill to wide receiver and you have the best of both worlds that would actually be hilarious that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, next one at J Alex Olguin. Is it okay to throw away dog poop in someone else's trash can? Hmm. No, that's a no for me. Wait, do we mean outside outdoor trash can? I mean, I would assume you're not, you don't have dog poop when you break into someone's house. Could <laughs> 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 you just like envisioning like a, like someone like, like a TV show of someone breaking into someone's house with just like one of those plastic bags full of top. I I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it bad? I don't know about dogs. I don't know about dog people. I mean, I, I look my my dog makes very small turds, so it doesn't really matter that much. But <laughs> I mean, I get I I tilt off the planet. I definitely tilt off the planet when I'm cutting my grass 
in the front yard, you know, you, I, we have a sidewalk in our neighborhood. So like we have like the, the grass that separates the street from the sidewalk, you know? Yeah. And sometimes there will be dog poop there. And that, that drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I would say if that's your only option for some reason, I guess that's better than leaving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, guessing I'm guessing it's garbage day. You're walking the dog. It takes a dump and you're just like, okay, I have this bag, but I don't want to carry it for the next half mile that I'm walking my dog. So I'm going to put it in this trash can. That, uh, that, that's I, I'm guessing what the scenario is. I, I by the way, I passively aggressively. Uh, is that the right passive? I passive, passive aggressively, um, uh, take, um, recycling that's scattered around the neighborhood and I put it in one particular neighbor's bin to fill, (laughs) to fill it up. Uh, because, because they, their bins always knocked over and stuff is blowing everywhere because we have sustained 35 mile an hour winds throughout the spring. here. (laughs) Dude, I had, oh my gosh, the, uh, I don't know why I'm doing this with my eyes right now, but I, uh, (laughs) I, I don't know. I had, I had we we went to IKEA and that's that's actually where I got my standing desk. But we went to IKEA because we're doing stuff for the nursery and stuff like that. That's a nice little Saturday. Yeah, except IKEA is legitimate hell. Um, and so we're at we went to IKEA. We got we had so many boxes from from being at IKEA. So we put them in the you know I, I broke them all down. It took me like thirteen hours. I was sweating profusely after breaking all these boxes down. And I put them in the recycling. And it was a windy day. And I oh. had I had it all set. And someone had like moved my like was walking or something and like like moved the um, the recycling and 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 when they moved it it like un- unhooked like the way that oh. I had it all set up so I'm not kidding you every ten minutes the thing would unfold and there would just be cardboard boxes flying down my street the the oh. wind the wind gusts have been <laughs> ridiculous this spring I I I'm just I'm so sick of my hair getting getting messed <laughs> up by the wind. You know, I, I, I walk to the car and it's and it's as if I didn't just spend 10 minutes on my hair. It's infuriating. Yeah, I hear you. I don't really hear you. Yeah. Uh, next one at Diego 24 FPS. Would you guys be willing to swap each other's mentions for a whole week? Well, I don't know who would have it worse because, see, I'm I'm not accustomed anymore to having like real football people in my mentions with like hot takes I've weeded out all those people, but you're not accustomed to no the, like the political talk. Yeah, furious political exchanges. In I your couldn't. Mentions. I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle and, that. Yeah. So, so I, I think both of us couldn't really handle it. So, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we could do it. Next one at BJ Lace. Uh, actually, it's B Galace. It, it seems like. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ben. What famous person in history would not so surprisingly show up on Denny's ancestry chart? <laughs> Man, uh, you know, I saw this question, and, and I, I, I mean, it would definitely, you know, it would be like Ronald Reagan or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, cool. it would, it would definitely be someone who I've like cursed for my entire adult life. Uh, I'd be like, oh my god, Ronald Reagan was my great-grandfather's uncle or something yeah yeah no, that's a, that's a good one we'll go with that next one at fantasy stack number one does the late round approach apply to quarterbacks in the rookie draft of dynasty startups um the answer to that is yes number two what is the name of denny's dire straits cover band oh man you know uh we i said this on the on the triving the stream which by the way is available on our uh, patreon page that's easily triving the stream is easily worth a dollar a month guys what are you doing if you have not signed up for our patreon just to get triving the stream it was a fantastic episode hosted by our good friend longtime friend of the show tom whalen um i think it was it was something <laughs> it was something situation you know like yeah, I can't remember. It was really like, good, it was though. something like the standing desk situation. Yeah, but it wasn't, no, it was it really wasn't, good. It wasn't that. But dang it, I forget, man. Sorry. Maybe some. Maybe one of our our patrons will remember. Uh, next one at AJ underscore Artinger forty one. Uh, what was the worst job interview either either of you ever had? Oh man, I had I had an internship. I haven't had many. Oh, I actually I've had a decent amount of job interviews, but not. I mean, like. Yeah, not like uh, not like a, an insane amount. You've only had two jobs. Oh, I had I had two different. Well, 
So here's, I had two different ad agency jobs before I got the, the, the number fire one. And the two, the, the second one that I had wasn't even, it was me. It was like a connection. So I just met the owner and we had lunch. So it wasn't mm. even an interview. Um, so this is like eight years ago. I left a, a company that I'd been writing for. Uh, and then I hated the new gig so much that four months later I came begging for my job back. That was a difficult interview to do. Yeah, I can imagine. I had to be like resentment. I've made I've made an error. I think you'll remember me as a good worker. Yeah, I, I'm willing to come back and do literally anything you want as long as I can get paid the same as I was before. And the, and that was incredibly awkward and difficult to do, but it was worth it because I hated the gig, the other gig so much. So yeah, humility, man. Humility. Oh, and humiliation. Just <laughs> yeah, that that as well. Yeah. Uh, next one at DP Football One. Do you think Kenyon Drake is a legit NFL starter, or will he fade like an owned lib? <laughs> um, I have a lot of Kenyon Drake takes. If you go to my late round podcast on sell candidates, uh, he's one of the sell candidates that I have from a dynasty perspective. Ken- Kenyon Drake has not been a significant starter, like seeing significant volume, like since high school. Yeah, I I would say just on the um, news that he's gained weight, he's added muscle yeah, for the that. role. I mean, that's a sell. I mean, that that's never worked in the history of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these running backs who get fat in the off season and are like, I'm ready for the load. No, you're not, you're not, you're going to be injured because these guys have never played at the, at that weight, 15, 20 pounds heavier. They've never played. So they don't know the, you know, it's, it's, it's different. Also, Frank Gore is there. So obviously Frank Gore is going to be okay. the, Frank Gore is going to see 200 touches. Cause that's what he, he does. Frank Gore is going to be the highest scoring running back in Miami. That that goes without saying. Here's the thing with the dolphins too. If you, if you read, if you read between the lines of what they did this off season, there were rumors of a Jarvis Landry, Jordan Howard trade that were going, oh. that were going down earlier in the off season. Then there were they were strongly tied to Darius Geis, and then there's all the C.J. Anderson stuff. Like, I I think they they know that they want another running back. I think they're gonna add another running back in the draft. Yeah. Um and, and look, Kenyon Drake was really like I'm not like if you look at his descriptive numbers last year, Kenyon yeah. Drake his like yards per carry versus his teammates yards per carry. I mean, Kenyon Drake was a monster last year. He was really good last year from a purely descriptive how he performed standpoint. But I I think that that a lot of what you have to do with running back analysis is kind of look at how the team is viewing him. And I think it's very obvious. The team is not necessarily viewing him as this like bell cow. He's going to be an RB one type guy, but I, I could be wrong. I mean, I think we're going to learn more as the, the off season goes on. Well, Kenyon Drake is a prime example of why running back doesn't matter because if you needed to, to use him as a, as, as a cowbell, bell cow, bell cow, I, I never, I never, I can never say that right. <laughs> as a bell guy, then, then you could, but if you if you you know, they're probably not going to do that. But yeah, so I I don't know what my point is. It's just running backs don't matter. That's my point. I hear you. Uh, next one is from at Plaisance underscore things you will never eat, drink, use the off-brand version of. Mm, great question. Um, first of all, uh, almonds don't do that. Oh yeah, what do you what what almond brand is it? The blue almond um, is that what it's called? Yeah, this show is sponsored by Blue Diamond Almond. Mm. I wish right yeah blue diamond almond i yeah. i eat blue diamond i i'm actually into uh i like pistachios a lot like the the unsalted or lightly salted yeah god i love pistachios yeah um, those are those are really good but i here here's one that everyone should agree with you have to have some in my opinion some sort of brand loyalty to a certain paper towel brand really i think so anytime anytime we get like some random deal or some like off-brand paper towel i'm like what what is this <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? Uh, I'm trying to think of other of other stuff. I mean, pr- pretty much anything that has to do with like grooming, like off-brand hair product or whatever it is, shampoo. You know that that for me that's off the table. Like I I will overpay for the stuff for the stuff that I want uh, for 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 beautification purposes. Um, oh oh, razors, straight straight blades. You're not buying. You do not buy the CVS brand. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't have like to be honest. I'm, I'm not a very brand loyal person because I don't buy things. 
what, do you, what does that mean? You I don't, don't I don't, things. I don't buy things. Denny, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a w- Wasita University t-shirt right now that I got for, for $2 at a random store in, in Bumble F North Carolina. Uh, whoa. You like my censor? I censored well there. It's a fa- family. I mean, but the kids are going to say, you know, mom, dad, what does Bumble F mean? And they're going to have to say Bumblefuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, and now it's not a family show. I don't buy, uh, the, I don't buy the, like, I don't buy things. The, the only thing I buy, like, maybe I'll get, like, a video game sometime. I, this this notion that a person in America, a middle-class person in America can just say off the cuff, I don't buy things. This is ridiculous. I you don't buy, buy things. I, okay, I buy food. I, I don't, I don't, I genuinely, here, here's what I buy. I buy memorabilia when my teams win the Stanley Cup, when my, my favorite hockey team wins the Stanley Cup. I'll, I'll get $100 worth of stuff to put around my office. That's what I buy. Do you buy beer? And it's still food and, and drink. Do you buy stuff to do your weird stuff outside, your <laughs> grass cutting? I mean, no, actually, we, we, we had some guy kind of gave them to us for, well, it was like a hundred dollars in total, but we got so much stuff. Cause he like found out he was allergic to grass or something. So we got mm-hmm. everything for really, really cheap. I'm oh. telling you, I don't, I mean <laughs> like stuff around the house is a little bit different too. I'm talking about like using disposable income on things that mm-hmm. like, like you, you get out of just pure, you, know, you just get entertainment and joy from, I don't buy, I don't buy things for joy. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not into joy either, uh, <laughs> but do, um, but do you buy cryptocurrency? <laughs> I do have some. I do have some crypto. That's an investment, Denny. That's not buying things. I'm just saying. It's you, definitely, you know, definitely not an investment at this point. All right, that's a that's a good point. Look, all I'm saying is I'm not like I need a new car every two years. I have the same car that I graduated oh. college with. I still have I, the same car. No, I. We've I talked refuse. about this before. We we are not like you don't need you don't need the you you just need something that'll get you from point A to point B. That's exactly right. I've never I've had my car for two and a half years. I've never got it cleaned inside or out. It's disgusting. <laughs> but I refuse. But we we work we work from home though now, so we're not. I mean, I don't. I put like like three thousand miles in my car a year now. Right. I mean, look at the liberals say I need to wash my car. I say no way. It stays dirty. Yeah. Next one, at NickB19. JJ, if the Penguins make it to the Stanley Cup and Winnipeg beats them, can I have a spot in this year's LTS Listener League? No. Next question. <laughs> at Franz Copycake. <laughs> Who are some running backs in Thursday's draft that you expect to make an immediate impact wherever they go, like Leonard Fournette? And who are some that need that right situation, a la Alvin Kamara? Here's the thing. Leonard Fournette was not that great this past year. And he is not necessarily one of those running backs that could just be good wherever he goes. Just throwing that out there, guys. Just well, throwing but that th- out there. I mean, doesn't this just hinge on if they, if a team spends a lot of draft capital on them and, it, and, and that, and in that way you can project them to get a lot of touches. Is that what we're yeah, talking about? I mean, about? like, look guys, here's, here's the dirty little secret. The only, the only running, actually, let me rephrase. There are two ways that a running back is going to see touches. He's either drafted super early mm-hmm. or he has a good situation. Okay. Running back talent itself. Sure. It matters. But if I'm looking at someone who would, would maybe be situation agnostic, it would be someone who is a good pass catcher because running between the tackles is very replaceable in today's NFL passing or pass catching a little bit less replaceable from the running back position. Uh, but it's still something that is overrated. So, but I, I would say that if there's one, I'm just going to throw him out there. I think that one of the best pass catchers, um, I like John Kelly a lot, but he's more of an all around guy. Naheem Hines from NC state is really interesting. He he's, was lining up everywhere on the field in college, uh, played a little wide receiver, um, but he's really electric. Uh, I think that he's a really interesting prospect. So that, that would be my, my kind of satellite back who could make a really interesting impact uh, no matter the team he's on. He is electric boogie, woogie, woogie. I think right. he meant to say next one at sad Melander. JJ, I know you're big into gym shorts, but have you tried cut off sweatpant shorts? They're like champagne. Well, I don't know how they're like champagne, but I mean, don't you have to be deserted on a desert Island? I, I, I can't, I can't answer that question. You don't cut sweatpants. What, what is that against your religion? What, no, what? I just why would you not just want gym shorts are the most comfortable thing that you could possibly put on your body? 
True. Oh, you know what I've been wearing for softball? I've been wearing those um, those like stretch pants that NBA players wear. Yeah. Underneath, I don't know what they're supposed to do, but I don't mind them. I, I feel I feel like I look cool. <laughs> as long as you look good, right? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, looks wise, there it's nice. I mean, my I'm hot as hell. You know, it's it's uncomfortable, but but I think that it keeps your legs warm or something. I don't know. Interesting, but don't don't cut sweat. Sweatpants are comfortable as they are, and they serve a purpose when it's cold, and you want to just kind of snuggle up on the couch with with your sweatpants on. Well, you should you you should uh, disclose that um, you're paid by Big Sweatpants to say these things. <laughs> this is true. I, I forgot to talk about that. Uh, next one at Ethan Harwood. If you controlled the teams with top five draft picks, what would you have those teams do with them? Uh, just draft quarterbacks. Except the Browns. I think the Browns would go. So, so let, let's talk about that. Actually, the, there's been the the talk of the Browns taking two quarterbacks with their first four picks. I think that in theory. It's not illogical, right, to, to just increase your rate. But I think that that would cause such oh. a such a disaster. <laughs> like, like I, I, people do not think about the team management aspect of managing two top four picks at quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, Washington was, was destroyed for taking Kirk Cousins in the same draft as RG3, and they were, yeah, what, four three ra- rounds yeah, apart? Yeah, three, four rounds apart. Yeah, exactly. And that like you you don't want to invite the controversy. I mean, it's just how it is. It's just how it works. I don't think that it would especially you're you're asking Hugh Jackson to be able to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't know like and I don't mean I'm not joking here, but like, I don't know what the analytics say about drafting two 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 quarter have has anybody done a a study on this? No, because I, I think that that's something though that's really really difficult to actually measure. Like we can say here is the bust rate for top five quarterbacks, and here is what you should. Here's why you should draft two of them to increase that bust rate, increase your pro- or decrease the bust rate, increase your probability of hitting on. Like I get that aspect of things, and that's where like you would just do the math. But the the thing that the math will not figure out or be able to figure out is is the the EQ part of it, right? Like you can't you can't just manage these two quarterbacks and think that the media is not going to care. Think that like those quarterback psyche is, is going to be fine. Like there's so much that goes into that, that I think it's, it's very, very foolish and kind of naive to think that, that that can just go flawlessly. Uh, um, I, I know it's not nearly the same, but it can, I can't help but think of the guy in your fantasy draft who throws a temper tantrum because everybody is like loading up on a position early on. Yeah. Right. And so, and so he drafts like Brady Rogers, Russell Wilson, and then he's like, "Come get it, boys! I got three elite quarterbacks. Yeah. What do you want?" And everybody's like, "All right, you're, I'm, I'm good. Like, you can, you can just chill with those three, with those three guys on your bench, two guys on your bench uh, for the whole season. Exactly. But good luck with that." Exactly. But yeah, if I'm, if I'm top five, I mean, you're looking at the Browns quarterback, Giants quarterback, Jets quarterback. Browns again get like Bradley Chubb, and then Denver, Denver needs a quarterback. So I'd go quarterback, and and not pick Josh Allen. No. Screw Josh Allen. Next one. At Justin Freeman, 18. Triathlon. Each event is worth a point. Who wins, Denny or JJ? So there's three three events. Okay, we'll talk through this. Ping pong. Are you good at ping pong? I I think I'm good at ping pong. I play ping pong once a week with my dad for about an hour a week. All right, then you're 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 probably you're probably better than, like I I'm I'm like one of the like I'm competent at ping pong and I'm not bad at it, but I, I don't I mean I play I have a, a friend who's just like like he had one in his basement uh, a table in his basement growing up and he like has like crazy yeah Denny Denny's pointing his camera to a freaking ping pong table in his basement right now I like yeah. Denny wins ping pong okay. all right number two I'm gonna skip because I think that that's where the decider comes into play three is bowling I would whoop your ass in bowling yeah what do you what do you bowl I can bowl I, peak peak JJ uh-huh. was bowling like high 180s at one point. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like, that would be like a miraculous game for me. I, I, I don't think, I mean, are we, are we playing with the bumpers and no bumpers? <laughs> there's, there's no bumpers here. Okay. No bumpers. Okay. But he, here's the decider. Okay. This is a good, it's, it's a good one. Cause I know that you have a golf background, but it's putt putt. Oh, man. see, I think that's where we would, we would argue. And that, that's, that's, that would be the deciding game. I think like all we could do is just play putt putt and decide that. And that, that's who would win the triathlon. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, right. Ping pong. Yeah. Uh, I feel. I feel like I would win. I. I if that's. If that's for real, one eighty. I'm. I'm not even in yeah. that conversation. Okay. 
So so bowling's out. Yeah, it would come down to that. I I used to when when Melissa and I were dating, we used to play ping pong. I promise you, during the summer, we would play twice a week during the summer, every single week. Wow. It was yeah. disgusting. But that was thirty five years ago. So, you know, things have changed. My first my, my my first jo- or my second job that I had talked about earlier, uh, there was a ping pong table and we would play actually both jobs. Both my ad agency jobs at a ping pong table. We would play a lot and I got decent I was starting to get better, but like I, I wouldn't I'm not there right now. So I think basically the answer here is that it would come down to putt putt. Are you good? At putt putt? I'm better mm-hmm. than you. <laughs> oh, I, I've never missed the clown's mouth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, next one at Steinman underscore. What's more disappointing going for the jump through the mountain on Koopa Troopa beach and missing or Denny's oh. Twitter still being active? Uh, well, it, probably my Twitter being active, but that's a, that is a, an ego destroy. It is. It is. And, and look, if you're not, if you're not hitting that jump though, without a mushroom, you're not living like you're not good at that game. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying if you just just don't, don't do it without any aid? Yeah, you can just go. You just have to hit R right at the top of the ramp, and you can get right in. All right. Are you are you gonna tell me that you've never missed it? Is that next? Uh, look, look. I've I've <laughs> I've hit the side of the, of the mountain, and Toad has gone. Oh, great. <sighs> yeah. Um. Uh. I. Uh, so the worst part is when you hit the ramp with somebody. And you know yeah. that only one of you is going to make it in. Yeah, that's, that's if, rough too. And if you're Toad and you're facing off against one of the fat guys like Donkey, you're done. I'm also a, a, a banana bitch on the on the ramp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All day. You, 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 uh, well, especially when you get the tail of bananas and you can put like four. Yeah, yeah. Right all, there. all day bananas on that ramp. All Crush day. people. And, and by, I'm, by the way, I'm getting bananas because I'm in first. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you put it there, but then then here's the here's the best part. You get in, you get in the tunnel. You put a couple in the tunnel. Yeah, that's just, good too. Just to say, if you made it, uh, good luck. You know, getting through the tunnel without spinning out twice. You know? That's a good that's a good strat. Last question at Michigana. In a world where running backs don't matter, where would you finally pull the trigger on one in the draft? I have an answer for this. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I think that so my 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 line that I've been going with with running backs is that running backs are a luxury and not a necessity, and I kind of see that as uh, w- with with anything with the draft is if you're set up if mm-hmm. you have literal no needs, that's when you pull the trigger and you're like okay I can I can draft a running back now, um, or if you know if you're late in the draft it doesn't matter as much but uh, like like the top you. This is just another reason why the Giants picking Saquon Barkley is just so egregiously bad. Is that they have holes throughout that team. They have holes in the yeah. offensive line that's going to uh, deter Saquon Barkley from really thriving. Um, right. And so that that's that's part of the reason why they they specifically wouldn't be able to handle him. But um, I I I don't like questions. Just to be real, like. I don't like questions. I get it with quarterbacks all the time with fantasy football too. It's like, well, when would you draft a quarterback? And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all situation specific. Like that goes for any NFL team as well. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't want to draft a running back in the first round. That's for sure. Right. But right. Uh, it, so the, uh, I mean the, the positions that make sense to draft at the top are in no particular order, quarterback, offensive lineman, edge rusher and cornerback. Right. Yeah, I mean, you want to you want to do things and and get guys who are enhancing the pass or stopping the pass. That's that's right. how you build. That's how you team build. Yeah, right. That yes, there you go. Stop stopping the pass or getting better at the pass. That doesn't include getting taking a guy who's going to see thirty touches in the backfield. Exactly. All right, Denny. That's going to do it for the questions. Pretty good. Pretty All good right. show. I mean, I feel like we were in like mid season form there. It, it was solid. I feel you know it's a. It, it's a little, a little bit rusty, uh, but uh, I, I think we can come back. What we'll come back maybe a couple weeks after the draft. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Uh, Denny, where can everyone find you? Yeah, it's at uh, CD Carter thirteen on Twitter, and I have a new book on Amazon. Amazon, <laughs> sorry, mid-season uh, form, I, baby. Uh, yeah, Oof. I know you'll edit that though. On Amazon, it's called Sixty Nine Ways to own the libs it's 3.99 it's worth every penny that's what my mom says and i am on twitter at late round qb 
I have another podcast called the late round podcast. Please subscribe to that podcast guys. I would really appreciate it. Um, it's the late round podcast. You can find that pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, and I'll be doing that running back article. That's going to probably hopefully go out tomorrow. Yes, I, I'm looking forward to that. I also am looking forward to everyone who listens to the show signing up for our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash living the stream. Sweet. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you at some point next month. Thank you for listening to Living the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the team.